Hello, welcome to The Root Cellar. This is where we talk about uh, maintaining a pioneer spirit in a modern world. I'm Jolene. And I'm Andrea. And here we are. Um, So as many of you know, we are also teachers. Yes. We're not just professional podcasters, even though that would be nice. (laughs) (laughs) I think that takes a lot of effort. I don't know. Um, Time and effort, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, And risk. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, so we're teachers. English teachers and social sciences, but um, me as an English teacher this week, I was thinking about um, some of these words that we use in this podcast specifically to modern and pioneer. Okay. Yes. Okay. So, but before, and I don't know any, you don't know what I'm talking on. about. Yeah. 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 So I took just, notes. Yes. So just so I the mean, audience knows I am unaware. Yes. Okay. So, <clears throat> um, actually, to take a step back before I get into what these words mean, um, how about let's talk about connotation and denotation. Mm. You don't like that? It's July. No. It's Why? important. Why are it's we talking important. about English language arts in July? <laughs> well, this is connotation and denotation is something that like nobody gets out of my class without having pounded into their head. Just also like another one of my, it's one of my things. Like one of my other things is um, the apostrophes. Ugh. Apostrophes are for possessives. Yeah. Um, not plurals. And uh, another one is, oh, saying person, a person who instead of a person that. You don't say a person that because a person's not a thing. A person is yeah. a person. So they're a person who. You could say a dog that, depending on how much respect you had for the dog. <laughs> but, <laughs> but anyway, anyway, connotation and denotation, which you probably know what this is. So give us a big reminder. So um, denotation is what a word actually means, like what the dictionary says. But connotation is what it means kind of more culturally. It's like the attitude we have about the word. So my favorite example, um, because it applies to me. Like literally? um, Literally. My favorite example is uh, frugal versus cheap. Ah, yeah. Yeah. What does frugal mean? Hmm. You could define frugal by yeah. saying cheap. They mean the same thing, really. I mean, really, the denotation of frugal and cheap are basically the same, but they have a different connotation. Yeah. The connotation of frugal is like a positive thing, like you're careful yes. with your money. Yes. The connotation of cheap is that you're like taking advantage of people in that way. Mm-hmm. Like that you're going to save that yeah. penny no matter what it costs other people or your relationships or how annoying you are in the checkout all those soaps from the hotel room and (laughs) keeping them in a box right and like 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 cobbling them back together yes (laughs) my dad when um when my my stepdad when my parents got married he had a whole basket of hotel soaps (laughs) and he had like he had ones from disney world and we'd never been there but he'd been there on like a business trip or something i don't know i remember as a as a seven-year-old when we'd like go stay at his house when they were still dating i was like and he told me I could use any of them I wanted. <laughs> so I always use the Disney World one. That's funny. Yeah. You can have any. There were ones from the Hilton. <laughs> and I was like so impressed. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you know, those plastic baskets yeah, yeah. you keep in the bathroom. Oh, man. I remember. I don't know why that just reminded me. Of yeah, that. that's hilarious. <laughs> I remember going over to a friends of my parents' home. 
when I was maybe in middle school and same thing there, except I think it was like a cardboard box under the sink or something because mm-hmm. I was snooping mm-hmm. full of hotel soaps and oh shampoos and everything. And I'm thinking like, and it was just like two people living together, right? Like an older mm-hmm. couple. I'm like, how much soap and shampoo of these little bottles? Like plus normal shampoo. Like what? Yeah. what? What would you ever need that much? Oh, I, I was just like, why do you get to stay in hotels so much? <laughs> I don't get to stay in hotels. <laughs> was funny. To, you know, we really didn't have anything at that point. So <laughs> it's like, what? But it's business trips. Yeah. He was always in hotels for business trips. Justin, when he goes, he collects those things too. Mm-hmm. If it's like, if it's decent, he's a little bit more mm-hmm. picky. Depends on where they have staying, nicer ones now. They do, yeah. And he'll get them. And I'm always thinking, what are we going to do with all these stupid hotel size yeah. shampoos and things? And then lo and behold, will be some. Or like Lita went to camp, and I'm like, mm-hmm. oh crap! Like I need to get her like some shampoo and little soaps. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get into well, Justin's like hotel. Yeah, like, those. yeah. That's funny. So. Yeah. <clears throat> But I don't usually keep them. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway. That, I don't know if that's cheap or frugal, one <laughs> or the other. It's maybe just hoarding behavior, but whatever, whatever it is. Um, but it's better to be frugal than to be cheap. And so um, that's the difference between connotation and denotation. Um, <clears throat> so this actually came up with Caleb the other day because of the word conspiracy. Oh. Okay. So he was talking about something and I said, I was in agreeance with him. And I was like, Oh yeah, everybody knows about that conspiracy. Yeah. And he got upset. We had a misunderstanding about it. He was like, no, like this is real. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I know. I said everybody, because, because to him, he's so used to hearing the words conspiracy and theory together. Oh, and conspiracy theorists have, it's like a negative connotation of like, you're crazy. He yeah. thought that I was like making fun of him, Uh-oh. but I was saying, oh yeah, I know that one. Cause it, yeah. like I'm saying, oh yeah, that's real. Yeah. That conspiracy. And it was something goofy, but, but he thought I was making fun of him. And I was like, no, that's, I'm agreeing with you. And he goes, okay, well just don't use that word because there's a connotation. I'm like, okay. Yeah. I understand. Conspiracy for sure. Like usually yeah. it's kind of like cuckoo. Okay, yeah. You're, oh, you're into conspiracy. Sure. <laughs> right. But it was something that yeah. was real. I just used, yeah. I used, I should have picked a better word. But anyway, so connotation and denotation. So on that note, what is the connotation of the word pioneer? What do you think of? What's the image in your head? Little house on the prairie. Okay. For me, it's Oregon Trail. Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. Yeah. So pioneer is that kind of like, we're going out into the wilderness. We're taking a risk. Well, I think of it specifically towards, which is incorrect. And I know this as a history teacher, but I think of it. In my mind, pops up Little House on the Prairie, the Oregon Trail, specifically to the American mm-hmm. Western movement mm-hmm. of the, like the 1830s through the 1860s yep. is what I think of. Yes. Well, this is why this is interesting as I yes. look these words up, because what is the denotation of the word pioneer? Do you know? I wrote it down. I don't know. Probably anybody like going out and, and on their own, regardless of the time period, anybody mm-hmm. going out and trying... Something well, new. The first unto, definition. lands onto their own, you know. Right. That's the first definition. Yeah. Um, someone among the first to explore or settle. Yeah. Okay. But then the second definition is the first to use methods, the first in an area of knowledge, the first to develop something. So um, pioneering. Something like, new for others yeah. to follow. Someone who does, someone, a trailblazer. Apollo 13, like pioneering yeah. space advancement. Yes. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah. Someone who's the first to do something. Yeah. Um, 
And so it definitely has a connotation of that like can-do attitude um, and being a leader. Okay. So then what does modern mean? Hmm. What does that mean? That's a tough one. Hmm. Okay. Honestly, when I think the word modern, if you think in images, I kind of think in images, sometimes ridiculous ones if I hear something wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Like one time this kid said to me, this is a side note. One time a kid of of, um, an exchange student said to me, his number on his jersey was four. And he said, the number four has followed me my entire life. (laughs) And I got an image in my head. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, because we're the same. We do the same thing of like, okay, you know, on Sesame Street, when the numbers have the googly eyes and they're like, (laughs) the number four was like in the seat behind him on the airplane with like a hat and like peeking around a newspaper. I just had that image and I just started laughing and nobody knew I was laughing and I was like I have to explain it and I explained it and they didn't think it was funny (laughs) come on that's funny come on it's following him but then I'm not trying to make fun of your language like barrier because because of someone who speaks English as a native language would say that too yeah but it was just funny that's hilarious I think that's funny. I always think stuff like that. When I think of modern, like in images, I always think of like, um, which isn't modern. I think of like 1950s, like modern art. Yeah. Or like modern dance, like with a weird angle. (laughs) (laughs) I think of um, square furniture. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Furniture with 90 degree angles, like white couch, which is also not modern. It's very, um, like you're saying, 1950s, like, like with the like the contemporary style mm-hmm. with the like a white leather and like weird little <laughs> angly yeah. legs underneath modern mm-hmm. and and like a like a kidney shaped glass yes. yeah. table well the jetsons right yes like modern like, like that like, yeah. that's what i think of with modern but what yeah. does modern actually mean modern means in the present it's an adjective it means up to date practices techniques or equipment hmm. it just means up to date so it's kind of funny. So if you think of the terms of images and you, yeah. in your mind, you're thinking modern, like contemporary 1950s. Yeah. But currently everybody likes something that looks like it came out of the 1800s, but whitewashed. Yeah. <laughs> so do you call farmhouse style modern? I don't know. I don't know. Ah, <laughs> ah mind blown. But my point, I guess, is that the spirit of pioneering yeah is to be cutting edge to be new to go out and seek new things and try new things and and do the best with what's available to you ah. and that's what modern means yeah it means to do the same thing well that is really interesting yeah ah. you see i see i brought it around i i see that <laughs> very nice Huh. So there's your lesson for the day. <laughs> Modern and pioneer, same type of thing. They're the same thing. So we're just repeating ourselves. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about this because I was, well, I broke my pressure canner yesterday. <sighs> yes, yeah, Jolene texted me and she goes, I just broke my canner. I'm like, like literally right before like, you yeah, texted me. Your pressure canner? She goes, yes. I'm like, oh my gosh. Which is like a $300 yeah. piece of equipment. And you've been canning like insanely mm. lately. So it's yes, something you and use I, every day almost. Right. I, I do use it every day. And I got into um, just 
into the pressure stuff because the jams and jellies are not pressure. They're water bath. Um, and the pressure is like, I just started doing beans and I yeah. just bought a big old bag of carrots to do. And, um, cause my kids like the carrots, um, and all this stuff. And I am like, Oh, what? I, I just went and I have this little table cause I do it outside on a turkey fryer burner, like a propane. Yeah. So I have this little table and I set the lid down on the edge of it and I, it overbalanced and flipped and it landed in the dirt. Luckily mm-hmm. it wasn't on concrete, um, but it landed in the dirt over there off the side. And I was like, Oh, it's just sand. It's okay. It'll be fine. And I pick it up and the needle inside of the pressure gauge popped off uh. inside of there. And it's like encapsulated, you know? Oh my gosh. So I'm like, do I have to buy a new lid? What do I have to do? And you can just buy a new gauge for 20 bucks. Woo! Saved. But then I was thinking about pressure canning and I was like, okay, pressure canning is a relatively new thing. Yeah. Actually canning in general is kind of, it's like less than 200 years people been doing that. But um, it's like a relatively new thing and it's like the safety thing. And so I'm always all about like the up-to-date safety stuff and people in the canning groups are always posting like, oh, here's my grandma's recipe for blah, blah, blah. And you just water bath this and and you cook the green beans in a boiling water bath for three hours. Ew. Gross. Ew. How are they going to be? No, but it's the, like a mushy mush mash. Right. Yuck. But with the pressure canner, you can do it for a much shorter time yeah. because you're, the pressure increases the heat, and so you're yeah. sterilizing it like with yeah. flash heat, like that flash for like 25 <laughs> minutes or 30, yeah. whatever it is. So I was thinking about this and like up-to-date practices, and I was like, well, that's modern, but I'm doing something, canning, which is considered more of like a old-timey thing to old do your timey. own food, Yeah, you know, um, to put up your own food and grow your own food and all this stuff. And I was like, wait a second. That's what made me think of this, and I started looking things up. It's like, oh, technically, in terms of denotation, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah, that is interesting. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe we are pioneers. Maybe. In the art of making old, old stuff, stuff new. new. I don't know. Again. I don't know. But, <laughs> but just keeping up with the newest practices of whatever whatever it is that you do. Yeah, I guess that's true. I think, yeah. But then... What's the opposite of a pioneer? Lazy. <laughs> no, but I mean like, I so for know. instance, let's say, so I make soap. Uh-huh. I actually use really old school methods in soap making mm-hmm. for the most part because I don't Oh, a, a traditionalist? Of, a traditionalist, yes. Mm-hmm. I don't add a lot of newfangled chemicals and things to right. it. Right. So I'm not being very modern. But that's also modern right now is to like take out the crap. Yeah. You know, so that kind of is a modern. It's kind of mo- that's what I'm saying. Like if you, yeah, if you same with like the old with the farmhouse furniture, yeah. old fashioned furniture coming back in, is it modern then? If well, it's, uh, I don't know. know. But with the in terms of your soap or like what you're eating yeah. and whatever, we're we're getting to where the science is showing us that this is the best practice. Yeah. This is the best practice technique or equipment. What you know? Yeah, the pressure canner is the best equipment scientifically that we currently have the not putting not using soap with parabens yeah is the best practice yeah for your own health so you are being modern by doing it the old way Hmm. trippy i know it's like a mind bender a little bit you have to go back in time to be modern sometimes 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I guess at this time in history, because for so long it was like really, I don't know, like we grew up in the 90s. It was like, yeah. here's your Capri Sun. Oh, wait, I shouldn't say that because my kids drank three of those. yesterday. <laughs> they stole a box and they each, <laughs> and then they were just Capri Sun pouches everywhere. Okay. Oh, yeah. great. Because Gabriel can open them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we were drinking Kool-Aid and Capri Suns and, and, yeah. uh, and eating popcorn that was colored remember that colored popcorn yeah that was weird speaking of colored things i was somewhere i won't mention where i was somewhere today or yesterday i can't remember where when we don't know what day it is it's july yeah it's july so we don't know what day it is anymore we're teachers have no idea it's just july and it's hot and we're busy and yeah yeah um i was somewhere and there was a child in front of me ordering food Mm. from this place and they said that they couldn't have certain things because they weren't allowed to have anything with a red dye in it. Oh, that's an attention disorder thing. Yeah, but I thought it was interesting. I was like, mm. I don't think I would have ever heard those words <laughs> when I was Mm-mm. growing up, like as a child. But no, like, I'm not allowed to have red dye. You couldn't <laughs> like, have eaten anything. <laughs> like, you I'm couldn't like, have eaten. Um, what about Twizzlers? Well, I know. And like Lita was like, can I have red vines? I'm like, sure. Yeah, <laughs> like, whatever. Oopsies. No, but that's a that's something that people think. I don't I don't know whether it's true or not, but that's something but that I thought people it was say just about interesting, just the idea mm-hmm. of it. I'm like, oh, it probably isn't good for you. Kudos no, it's to you. Not. But it was or interesting blue or to yellow see, like, or purple. It's probably not a good seven for you. year old be like, I can't have any red dye. Does that have red dye? And it was like an older gentleman helping him. And he's uh-huh. like, um, I don't, uh, I, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But forever, all that quick serve stuff was, and it, and still for a lot of people is. I mean, we're really guilty of the deli pizzas, oh, frozen pizzas. Ooh, just eating. I don't know. I don't. No, I mean just eating pizzas yeah. out of the grocery store, like no. because whenever we don't have. That's actually why I've been canning like crazy, and I'm trying to make things that are not just jam, but like food, food, because, I mean, I have an almost an hour commute, so during the school year. I get home and I'm like, oh, you're exhausted. Yeah. And Caleb goes even further in the opposite direction. Yeah. So he gets home even later than I do and leaves even earlier than I do. And I, I'm just like, uh, there've been so many nights that I'm like, um, you could just go get a pizza at the (laughs) store, the grocery store. And we've eaten way too many of those. So I'm trying to make things that are easy, actual dinner, real food. That's easy. That's in a jar that I can just dump, which by the way, Meat, canned meat, looks disgusting. Yes, it does. But it's edible and it's safe. And I followed all the best practices. <laughs> and I made beef in red wine sauce and it's very good. Just uh, looks gross. It just looks nasty. But it is delicious. So um, I made this beef in wine sauce and it says, the recipe said serve it over mashed potatoes. Or if you, it had another recipe that went with it. That was for if you have canned carrots and squash to take a jar of each and heat them up together hmm. and make a squash carrot mash and serve it over that. And I was like, that's what I'm doing. Hmm. That'd be kind of interesting. Like butternut squash or something. Yeah. Carrot. That would be good. The point is I'm looking for 10 minute meals. Yeah. That I have no excuse to eat grocery store pizza. Yeah, that's a good idea. I know I freeze a lot of stuff, but then it gets buried in the freezer, and then yeah, then it gets gross. Keep after an inventory. 
one more thing one more yeah. thing yeah that's my plan is to have an inventory but i haven't started it yet so that's pretty dumb because <laughs> i filled up all these shelves and buried things already oh we'll see how that goes um that is true i guess if you had an inventory that you would always know what you had then you can kind of look at it and be like okay i have these and from these this week i can make these different meals mm-hmm. well it's like my dad says that um my grandma's pantry basically was in the, the pump house yeah and that every monday she would just go out there with a box and she'd pull down like this many green beans this many uh pickles this many whatever 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 for the week for the week and then she had one cupboard she'd just come and stick it in there that that's a good was, idea that's what they were eating i think that's part of that is i think we've gotten so spoiled in our culture and our world today here in america where we have so much variety. We can go out and get what mm-hmm. we want on a whim. Which versus, that is super modern. Yeah, which is fairly new concept and it's mm-hmm. not universal. Mm-hmm. It's not the way it is all around the world. Um, so we've gotten spoiled where we're not having to eat the same things every day or every other day even or even mm-hmm. eat leftovers anymore. So, mm-hmm. you know, I know I can be really bad about that because mm-hmm. I get bored with foods. So I'm like, I don't want yeah. green beans on Wednesday and Thursday and Friday. You know, like... yeah. I yeah. don't want that. I had I that two days I ago. I don't I do want, I don't feel like that. I do it too. And anytime I buy quick stuff, like quick heat up stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's always gone first or snackies. I was just talking to my mom about this. Yeah. Well, yesterday, cause I was on the phone with her. They're up in the San Juans. But, um, so she just calls whenever she has good enough service. So I was on the phone with her when the kids stole all the Capri Suns <laughs> and they also stole these little, oh, you know, those things well, from the nineties that were like, the cheesy stuff and the little breadsticks that you dip in. Oh, it. the dippy things. The dippy yeah, things. Yeah. Okay, I bought those, but like the modern version that's made with that. Oh, that cow cheese, whatever it is. That, oh, that, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah. Anyway, so it's like a nicer one. Oh, they also stole a bunch of those, and they were just like stuffing their face. <laughs> so with our them. generation's fancy version of the crappy food <laughs> we ate in the nineties. Version <laughs> of the crappy food we ate in the nineties. <laughs> so they were eating those, and those were kind of expensive. And I'm like, really, guys? You just, I just bought this whole giant box of them and they're gone. Like, I bought That's them like last my kids week. and baby bell cheeses. I yes, will not those. buy them unless they're on sale because they will like eat the whole thing in a day, all yes. the baby bells. And they're expensive. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing they're like that. a dollar a piece. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not buying you all these tiny little rounds of cheese just so you can like leave scarf bits of them wax and, everywhere. Yes. And there's wax on the floor. The dog's chewing on the wax. There's <laughs> yes. wax everywhere. Exactly. <laughs> Ridiculous. And then my mom told me, which I always just thought that she was mean and controlling about mm-hmm. what we ate, but she was like, oh yeah, that's why I never bought that junk. Because she said that there were a couple different times when she'd buy something yeah, and then it'd be gone and she'd be like, you had to have eaten four of these a day each. <laughs> and you're like, oops. Yeah. And, and, but she Guilty. said she didn't like say that to us. She just didn't buy it. Yeah. Sorry. You're not yeah. getting that. It's expensive. Yeah. It is. All the little individual packs of snack foods are expensive. Well, I always think of all the waste too. Like all those individual packaging. It's mm-hmm. so wasteful and just ridiculous mm-hmm. and fills up the land. Fills the, I don't like that yeah, at just all. Plastic, plastic, plastic. It just reminds me of food from my childhood. I remember being so enthralled. I must've been six, seven going over to someone's house and they had microwave popcorn. I was like, Oh, we always had microwave what? popcorn. Well, I don't remember us even having a microwave. And we probably, I don't know, if my mom listens or my sister, I don't know. We, maybe we did. 
my mom just never made anything in the microwave and we never bought microwave popcorn. Yeah. We always did my uh, popcorn on the stovetop. It tastes better. But I was always like, what is this magical thing? Uh Like, what? Uh Microwave popcorn. I remember going over to this person's house that had like all the convenience foods and being like, Uh what is this? Yeah. (laughs) That's what um, exchange students have said to me when they've been here is that they're like, you guys have so much food in your freezers. Yeah. Like in stuff like that's quick. Like I'm talking about frozen pizzas and stuff. Like food hoarders. Yeah. Like, well, I'm definitely a food hoarder. but, But they talked about like... Um, they've talked to me about like, do people know how to cook? Yeah. Um, well, I think in a lot of other countries know. too, they don't have the same storage. Like if you watch, I don't oh, know, yes, I watch I know. like the house hunters international uh-huh. and then from traveling and stuff, they don't have the fridge or freezer space that we do. Mm-hmm. So they're buying so much more fresh mm-hmm. local stuff. Right. That's they're not like going to Costco and bulking up. Right. You know? Right. And it's a different life too. Cause they're living yeah. in like, they have easy access to stores. All the time. And it's not like here where we're an hour. Yeah. Or more. From yeah, but you do have a local grocery store. I do, but so it's do expensive. Exactly. But they pay, they spend a lot more on food there in those other countries as well. Yeah, I guess maybe. Their food costs are a lot higher than ours. Oh, my brother and his wife, when they were here at Christmas, said they thought food was expensive here. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. They said everything's subsidized. Huh. But that's another topic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, don't say that to my husband. Um, but anyway, so as I looked at these two words modern and pioneer i was thinking of like what is the pioneer spirit which is what we talk about yeah what is the pioneer spirit it's like being a leader like trailblazing Hmm. and doing new things and different things and like not being afraid of something new i always think of doing things things, old things maybe in a new way or a new twist or being a leader, a pioneer in the idea of actually embracing old traditions and old things. Yeah, but I, I don't think just like doing new stuff for the sake of doing new stuff. Yeah. It's doing it for the sake of what's best for you, what's yeah. best for your family. Because what are if we're thinking of like the American West, yeah. what were they doing? They're trying to find a better life. Yeah. They're trying to find a place where they can live freely and work hard. Yeah. For their family to give their kids a better chance, I think. Really, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't that kind of the thing? Yeah. And so isn't that, that kind of the goal? I guess, yeah. To me. Yeah, for sure. That's how I kind of see it. And um, Oh, and then that made me think about what we as teachers always talk about, intrinsic motivation. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Got to be motivated to do it yourself, not because other people... It's it's not following the pack, which that's kind of ironic because I guess the Oregon Trail at some point was. It was. It became following it became, the pack for sure. But then they're not really pioneers at that point. Once it was so established, yeah. Then you're just going with it. I don't know. Um, Words are tricky. Oh, and then I wrote down the best, not the easiest. Ah. What is the best way, not the easiest way. The best way. Mm-hmm. High standards. Yeah. Some we talk about with our kids a lot, I know, at school. Yeah. Expectations, standards. I know. I've been thinking about that with my own kids. Like, oh, like I was telling you, I, I cleaned out my minivan and I found a molded, <laughs> a molded towel. I don't remember ever taking them anywhere with a towel because we haven't been to the splash pad. We haven't been in the pool. So it must have been. It's been a while. A while. There was a towel that was wet 
and Gabriel had like kicked it under the seat in front of him. So because a minivan, this is the bad side. The bad thing about minivans, you can't get into that back seat very easy. Yeah. So all the times that I cleaned out the van, I was just cleaning stuff out from the middle row, and not the back. Not back. the back back. But now you have a nice clean. I shampooed, shampooed it because I was thinking it smelled so weird, and there were probably toxic black mold nastiness. <laughs> So it's it's shampooed, and they've already got crumbs everywhere again. But I've been coaching them. I guess that was my point, is that I'm trying to do better, be better every day. And I was like, you know, I can't just expect my kids to learn to pick up after themselves. <laughs> so every time we're going somewhere, I'm like, guys, when you're done with that drink, what are you going to do with it? When you're done with that cup, when you're done with that pack of fruit snacks... Yeah. Because that's the best thing they could possibly eat. <laughs> Speaking of red dye. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of red dye. <laughs> um, when you're done with those, what are you going to do with the garbage? And then Gabriel, after I picked him up from day camp today, he had whatever he had, a carton of milk or something. And he brought it out and he's like, look, I brought all my garbage. <laughs> he's like holding it over his head. No. <laughs> and I'm like, yay. <laughs> I don't have to climb back there. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. Start training him up. I know I haven't been very good at that. My kids are just wild. Well, you guys, you're busy. Three at a time. Yeah, three mm-hmm. at a time. It's a lot just to like mm-hmm. keep them fed, keep them going, keep them dressed the best you can. Well, I can't do that right yeah. now since my uh, washer broke. Speaking of modern conveniences, I my you need to borrow an old fashioned washboard. I've got some around That's here. That's so fun. That's what Caleb <gasps> said. He was like, well. I don't know if it was 100% broken, but then he tried to fix it. So then it now was. Now it's 100% broken, yeah. <laughs> it's 10 years old, and it was the computer went out. So we went real quick to buy a new one at the you know hardware store. We went and ran down and bought a new one, made sure we bought the warranty and everything. And they said, okay, the earliest delivery is the 10th, which is tomorrow. Mm-hmm. That was a week ago, though. So I've done no laundry for a week, and Rhiannon came out yesterday. She's just wearing a t-shirt, a long-sleeve t-shirt for some reason. She's just wearing a long sleeve t-shirt and she goes, I don't have any underwear. And I was like, sorry, girlfriend, you're going to have to get through two more days. Put on a pull up. <laughs> I don't want to. And then I said, okay, then go commando. <laughs> get some leggings. <laughs> You'll survive. And then later she's like, I like this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Couple more days. Couple more days. So tomorrow we'll get the new washer, and that's. But Caleb, yeah, was like, was like, we could just because I'm, I'm the one who doesn't want to ever spend any money, and I'm like, yeah. I don't want to buy a new washer, six hundred dollars. Oh. And I'm like almost in tears about it. And I'm like, oh, something always happens. Something <laughs> always happens. And he's like, well, eventually you were going to need a new washer. Like, okay. And he says, I mean, if you really don't want to spend any money, we get you a washboard. <laughs> and and then, you know, maybe you could start a band. Like, you get a friend <laughs> with a couple spoons. And you guys could, like, make a banjo out of a gourd. <laughs> I was like, I mean, maybe you could make money that yeah. way if you had a washboard. And I'm like, oh, a dual shut purpose up. Buy instrument. This. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then I'm like, shut up. Yes. Okay. Buy this 
buy the washer, get the warranty. I don't want to have to worry about it for five years. That's funny. <laughs> so you're going to get your washer, though. Tomorrow. Between Tomorrow. 11 and 3. And so you I have better to, like, do all this washing, washing, washing. Oh, wash, yeah. Wash, wash. I have such, I have, every hamper is full and waiting. They're all lined up. Dun, dun, dun. Heaped. Waiting. And every morning I prayed before I got the kids up that nobody peed through their pull-ups and wet their bed. <laughs> it's worked out. So far, so good. Woo. We have one more night, but then it won't matter. Yeah. Because I couldn't wash them with sheets. And I was at, when it happened, I was like planning on washing my sheets the next day. So, and I only have one set of sheets that fit my bed. So I'm like, oh. But now you'll get it all clean. Clean sheets. It'll be the best thing ever. Everything will be washed. Aren't you so happy that we have? Could you imagine like being in the olden, olden days, like having 10 or 12 kids? And well, then everyone is, their clothes are just like pasted to them. (laughs) You just like jump in the river, guys. Okay, that's good. You have wash day and you spend the whole day. day, The whole day. But everybody only had like two or three sets of clothes. Especially the pioneers. I mean, other people had more, but you know, you weren't washing as much. Like people yeah. didn't just go through items of clothing and everything like we do now. Yeah. Like my kids in particular. There's a reason Rihanna didn't have any underwear. Yeah. She didn't have less than seven pairs of underwear. She goes and puts clothes on and then goes outside and takes them off because she jumps in the pool and they get wet. So she peels them off and throws them across the yard. <laughs> and so every day at the end of the day, it seems like I have to go out there and collect a whole load of laundry. <laughs> and it doesn't matter what I say or what I do. She does this. I, unless I'm really it, maybe proactive you could just and put, put her, her in a swimsuit. swimsuit. Yeah, just put her swimsuit mm-hmm. on first thing in the morning. There you go, mm-hmm. kid. You're ready for the day. <laughs> that's all you need. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I, I do need to do that. But Your little sun great. baby. She's so tan. I know. Little blonde hair. So cute. I know. She's like a California beach babe. Yes. Well, and it hasn't been very California beach babe weather. It's been mm-hmm. kind of... It's finally getting warm, but even today it's kind of stormy seeming out. Mm-hmm. My garden it's is muggy, just a failure this year. I don't know. Your guys' garden's doing better than mine. I've just given up this year. I mean, it's getting watered and I'll get some things, but not like I have in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Busy. And then next weekend, you have your pickling class. Pickles, yeah. And then I have my final pottery class. We did pottery yeah. last weekend. That was a lot of fun. And then I'm taking the month of August off completely. No classes, nothing. I have some orders to fill and some other work to do, but no classes no events no scheduled things no scheduled mm-hmm. which is going to be nice that's what july always seems to be for me except for the pickles yeah. but um just that's I always, why i don't know what day it is i always like to take august off for some reason because we have to go back to work anyway but having a few yeah. weeks in august with nothing weeks, scheduled yeah. is nice mm-hmm. and then we'll see this fall what it holds yeah start planning the fall schedule uh, fun times it's coming around the corner i Time goes faster and faster. It's like a snowball rolling down a hill. It is. The older yes. you get, the faster it goes. Avalanche. Remember when you were yeah. remember when you were like eight years old and it was Christmas break and it was so long yes. until Christmas? Now like I said, I'm getting to be like an old person, like I'm collecting Christmas gifts as soon as Christmas gets over when everything's on sale for the for yeah. next year's Christmas because it's just around the corner anyway. Yes, I know. I know. Yeah. I'm not that good. Anyway. Okay. Well, well. Another episode of The Root Cellar in the Books. Actually, our 20th episode. Woo-hoo. Woo. Let's have a party. What, did we start this in January? Something like that. February? Yeah. And we've still, we've kept it up. Not every single week, mm. but pretty dang close. Yeah, we're 
trucking along. We're, we're trucking along. We're trying to keep it mm-hmm. going. Uh, if anybody ever has any questions or feedback, uh, don't be afraid to shoot us an email at rootcellarpodcast at, gmail. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.